Hello, everybody, and welcome to another week of the Heart of Gold podcast, where we digest the previous week's L- uh, North American LCS games. This week, Team Liquid Shreema shuffled to the championship, and Echo Fox <laughs> out Fox Clutch Gaming. I don't know. Well, I think you've but... used that one. What? Maybe I think you've used that one, but it, it, it was a good. I time. said it was pretty weak. Well, essentially, Echo Fox didn't play like complete crap and played really well and demolished Dude, clutch. maybe Echo Fox came in the clutch. I was about to say maybe clutch gaming wasn't that clutch. Zing, zing. Yeah, but I feel like that one's been used to. Yeah, I think we've done all these. Clutch clutch shifted into a lower gear. They're like, we're... <laughs> clutch, we're clutch was in fifth gear, and they, they shifted into reverse, and they dropped their transmission. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I have a good one. Echo Fox made a great comeback. Like an echo, right? Like, get it? Because an echo, like, goes out and comes back. Yeah. No? <laughs> anyway, uh, wait, who are you? Oh, yeah. We got caught up with the, the bad jokes. Yeah, um, of course. So, I'm Eric, and joining me this week on the Heart of Gold podcast is, is Molly. Hello. And Jimmy. Hey. Hey, actually I wanna like I wanna start this off with a little bit of a rant, as I'm prone to do. Uh I am a TSM fan. This has been made apparent Ooh. if you've been listening to the podcast. And the the TSM chant I can see like where it gets under people's skin, but like if I'm seeing TSM play, it just like erupts out of me. Uh it's there's no stopping it. But I do want to call out other TSM fans who are chanting TSM while Team Liquid is taking the field against 100 Thieves in the finals. That's weak, man. You want to cheer for TSM? They got to make the finals. And I just I just hate that. It, it just makes TSM fans seem really obnoxious. So if you're out there and you're chanting TSM when random teams are taking the rift, cut it out. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's just it's obnoxious. Dumb. Yeah, stop. It makes me look bad. Like, like, it reflects poorly on me, okay? And obviously that extends... <laughs> that extends to other teams as well. Like, I don't want to hear, you know, like, Golden Guardians chants while they're not in the game. Although that might be a little bit better. <laughs> it might that, be kind of just funny. It would kind of be, like, ironically awesome. <laughs> So Golden Guardians but, have freedom to do what they want. I think I think we could uh, come up with. I think they should um, adopt the like European or I don't know if it's actually European, but certainly like British tendency to sing makeup songs. Yeah, that'd that be basically good. like I like that too. As an entire crowd heckle an opposing player or manager in the Premier League. Yeah, those are really great. Good. Just, like, go on social media and just, like, find things out about people. Just, like, call just call the name of, like, their girlfriend out. That's a little too, that's a little too weird. I don't like that. Why did like I suggest pet? that? Their pet? Oh, man. That's almost worse. That's almost, like, really creepy. And, like, stalkerish. <laughs> but maybe they do, All right, like, so... they just post about their pet a lot. Do you post about your pet a lot? Um, no. Okay. But I don't post anything, so. Yeah. So, so uh, Belter destroyed he was all pretty of good. He was, 100 Thieves. He's a pretty awesome playmaker for them. I think I, um, I like sort of, uh, I sort of counted how many Shreemus shuffles he missed 
didn't count the total, but I remember seeing only like two or three. Yeah, I remember. Is that a impressive? Solid, I remember a solid two. There were definitely. Yeah, because he hit like he hit like eight. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, I mean you're right. I'm definitely not gonna like pick on Poe Belter's story my shuffling, and he had several that were just like amazing flash. Uh, and and actually wait, Sharima Shuffle, that's not actually the name of this ability, right? A Sharima Shuffle is like no, when it's you're, so the combo. I, yeah, exactly. I feel like well, the shuffle is, is is the shield even part of the shuffle? I thought the shuffle was just like the movement where you're like placing your no, shoulder, no, no. dashing I, I... your shoulder, and dashing to it. No, what? I thought the whole the whole combo of like dash like uh, Q like uh, you have to like Q no no you EQ dash. And then you alt, and that's the stream of shuffle. I thought. Uh, I thought it was just like the movement, not even including the alt. But I, I feel like on coverage they were calling just any alt the shuffle, and th that's wrong, guys. We gotta like we gotta get our nomenclature right for our nicknames of champion abilities. Okay, that's important. I don't know. I if think we don't have that. What do the we combo have? <laughs> a different name for the thing. Isn't that like a Death Cab for Cutie song? It's like two different names for the same thing or something. Just me? All right. <laughs> it seems like something that you have particular expertise in. <laughs> Eighth grade me making a comeback. All right. Anyways. Hey, Death Cab's not bad. No, I know. But that was the time when they were no shame, in the prime no in oh, my yeah. life. Um, what, what were we saying? <laughs> We're talking about Poe Belter. I think Poe Belter played really, really well. He was definitely the MVP. Really deserving. Totally deserving. I also think, I mean, Doublelift wasn't named the MVP, but he's just, it's clear that he's been on, you know, he this is his third NA championship on a different team. And it's just clear he's an integral part of these championship teams. And... It's just kind of like, if these teams are struggling, he has the ability to carry them to a championship. And I think that is why TSM, as an organization, is just full of idiots. I was going to ask, actually, if like if Team Liquid, they have like a successful split, maybe they win this, maybe they win the summer split. Say they like go out in the group stages at playoffs, they should probably just get rid of double lift, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what that means. He's, yeah. He's the problem. It's just crazy. And also, it's just, he's still developing as a player and has gotten even better, I think. And, this... like, as a person, he's become, like, yeah. more mature. Yeah, that's what I mean. And I just think it's, it was, I mean, we talked about this way back in week one or two or something. And every other week. And every other week, because, yeah, it's just still disappointing. It's still ridiculous. But, yeah, yeah. Doublelift was great. Uh, Xmithy, of course was really good and kind of turned the series, honestly. It, it's easy to kind of see the series as like a 3-0 stomp and Team Liquid just crushed 100 Thieves, but like 100 Thieves was pretty firmly in control of that first game and kind of really good team play. Uh, and whoops, this kitty. But yeah, 100 <laughs> Thieves was firmly in control of the series and then just kind of like, 100 Thieves always seemed to... In the series, not really. The the first game. Uh, and 100 Thieves, uh, Liquid was kind of always able to make a play 
when Hundred Thieves couldn't and kind of impact grounding the Alistar and Smithy coming over, stealing the Baron. That was like not a not only a great steal by Smithy, which it was, but like great team play by Liquid because like without impact putting down that mega adhesive then uh he Smithy never would have made it into the pit because you know that aframu is trying to prevent that it, it was kind of just team liquid has really turned around as a team it's playing really great macro play and i mean 100 thieves macro play has looked really good for the just the season and just for team liquid to kind of outplay them at the level they did it was just really impressive and yeah that's kind of all i really have to say about that game i think that series it felt like they got outplayed in like the majority of the positions 100 thieves you mean yeah sorry not tl um yeah it looked like 100 thieves got outplayed and not not necessarily drastically but i felt like consistently over the series the their bot lane was able to handle Aframu and Cody-san and even get leads, like most notably like the Caitlyn game. I think that might have been the first game. Uh, uh, Cody-san that... was, double floors on Caitlyn in the first game. And Cody That's what was I mean, on the sorry. Tristana. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then I think that uh, Pobalter also on average played better than Ryu. Impact absorbed tons of pressure and had the clutch Baron goop play. <laughs> <laughs> um and Xmithy was good but he wasn't as like he was a prolific player. in terms of yeah i don't think he, he didn't do anything that was like exceptionally amazing but he was he was still really good i mean i think the baron steel was pretty exceptional I oh yeah sorry i don't know though that was still kind of impact that's like reasonable but he like he still has to smite it and and i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. No, but you can't know. smite it if impact doesn't goop it yeah, I'm just saying it's like it wasn't like impact play, like impact. But it's like still, I, I see Eric's point. I think like maybe junglers get almost too too much credit sometimes for a Baron steal, and especially... too much of the blame kind of conversely when yeah. they don't get the steal. Yeah, yeah. Or like I, uh, we can digress about this further, but just in general, like solo queue or even in pro games, you if if your team doesn't adequately play around the enemy jungler coming in, it's almost easier for the enemy jungler to smite steal than it is for you to secure it unless you have Callista or Jogath. Uh, and but in any case, TL as a team played really well, um, which was good to see. I just wanted to say to people that question mark ping me when I miss my smite playing Warwick on the Baron, like, you could have done something about it, okay? <laughs> Jimmy with the griefs today. <laughs> Um, I was going to say, I did, actually, I did want to say in game three, it was really interesting to me that Team Liquid had a choice of picking the Camille into the NAR, right? Into the NAR, which is a counter pick. And, yeah, and having a really good counter pick, and then they chose the, the map. I can only say Meow, Meow Kai now, but Meow Kai. Meow Kai. Yeah, <laughs> um, but Meow Kai. And... It kind of made it so that 100 Thieves really focused topside and getting topside ahead, and it didn't end up going anywhere for them because then Team Liquid just... Because it's Maokai. Yeah, and and Team Liquid just focused their bot lane and got their bot lane ahead, and then that's, and that's how Team Liquid wins anyways, is through their bot lane. So it's just like, 
it, it kind of to me brought like whole new meaning to you know gank my top laner see what happens how do double have said that it's also just like team liquid doesn't care if you do that because that's not even how they win so it's like whatever for them i do want to say though the 100 thieves messed up the execution of like those top lane plays pretty badly uh we had someday trying to get like the last hit with his boulder toss ended up hitting them with the boulder toss and uh getting killed by the turret which gave a kill back over to impact and then uh they said they talked about this on coverage where 100 thieves kept coming back to the well they're like all right our top lane's ahead let's get him further ahead and i think that that was kind of a little too predictable and smithy was actually there to kind of like Skarner suppressed someone under the tower. And it seemed like after the first time, it wasn't that big of an advantage being accrued. And yeah, someday was really ahead. But like you said, Eric, Impact's just on Maokai. And as long as he has more than like seven CS per minute, he's like going to be useful. But overall, it, it, for me, it's hard to point to like one thing that like Team Liquid did better than 100 Thieves because Team Liquid was just way, way better this series yeah it was just a combination of things and and i also think aframu maybe like i think aframu maybe played a little bit worse than he's been playing may like sometimes aframu does those slightly over aggressive plays that don't really work out and i think i remember him doing just a couple of those in the series. I remember one where he tried to combo and it seemed like he was probably out of mana for the Q, something I've been experiencing a lot of recently, uh, where they could have traded back a kill and he ended up just like headbutting it away. But I can't think of any like particular oh, like shot calling error when Poe Belter roamed up on the Azir and then they kind of had him dead to rights and then and then Aphrom was like, see I'm helping and headbutting yeah, him he away. Yeah, he was playing on um yeah, I think there was another instance where maybe he was playing Braum and they went to gank bot lane or something, and it, it just kind of ended up being over aggressive. I, but yeah, but yeah. Onwards to Echo Fox versus Clutch. Well, congratulations to Hundred Thieves. I just want to say because they really did look like the best team by the end of this, and I'm excited to see them at MSI. You mean Team Liquid? Shit. <laughs> congratulations to Team Liquid, I just wanted to say. Uh, no, still really congratulations good. to 100 Thieves too, though. Like, I don't know. They didn't look the best early in the season. They look horrible, but they went on a really impressive run too, and they should be they maybe disappointed in their last best of five, but they still performed really well at the end of the, the last half of the split and then to playoffs. Yeah, I think Kitty agrees. Yeah. Moon agrees. Our cat I do moon. speak fluent kitty. Yeah, our moon, our cat Moon is a hundred thieves fan. <laughs> she says they were <laughs> they were really bad early in the season, but they came along really well. Someday started playing a lot better, right, Kitty? Yeah, she's just really protesting now. <laughs> All right, great. Cool. So moving on to the <laughs> third place match. Well, this this was actually just a really close series. We've got a lot to dig into here. JK's. Oh. Uh, Dardoch played Paul Bunyan and just clear cut the jungle. <laughs> Lyra had nowhere to go. Yeah, sounds about right. Just chopping them down. I don't know what it takes if you're clutch to not get like double killed at level one a second time in a row. 
like they've got a really strong level one Olaf Cassiopeia you got like they got what two three kills before like minions came to lane in game one game two they're like I wonder what's gonna happen oh Olaf's in our jungle and then you get hit by an axe and flash or no flash you're you're gonna die because he will throw axes at you in perpetuity I think Dardoch was just really amazing in the series. And I think I kind of made this point earlier in the season or was trying to make this point, but wasn't certain about it. But basically, I kind of believed that Dardoch was the glue holding Echo Fox together and is just kind of more of the MVP for Echo Fox than Hooney. And... Two reasons why I kind of think this right now also, or that I have more evidence maybe, is one, in this series, just Dardock playing out of his mind, and get just that is basically what allowed Echo Fox to steamroll Clutch. And then the other thing is something I've really been wanting to see is they'll give mini clips sometimes of the team's kind of having conversations during like a team fight. They'll show like a team fight we saw and you can hear what the players are saying. And I'm always really interested in those because it tells you who the major shot callers are sometimes on the team. Sometimes it's just chaos and everybody is talking. And when they showed the Echo Fox one, it was just very clearly Dardock making the calls on who to hit next and who is like the target. Who has summoner spells, what summoners they have. Yeah. And also what was really interesting about that, so it was like one confirmed to me that Dardock is the shot caller on Echo Fox, which I suspect. Or at least one of the main shot callers. Yeah, one of the main shot callers, which I suspected. But two, it, it also seemed like in these team fights, so something we've seen all season and that's that Echo Fox's team fights are really, really coordinated and really good. And it was kind of in, in that uh, recording, everyone was basically quiet except for Dardock. And it made it a lot more obvious or a lot more clear what was going on or what targets were being called and stuff like that. And I wonder if that's just a team decision or, you know, how that they came about that method of communication because it seems like it works a lot better, you know, without hearing them discussing that. And and it just kind of sounds more clear when you hear it. Does that make any sense? Well, I mean, Dardoch played really well. They played through top lane, I think, which which benefited them because even though Huni wasn't, well, he did play Camille, I think, which is more suits his his style. Definitely. Um, and he could put on more of a carry performance. And then bot lane was able to not get crushed. I think what helps in this matchup is that Apollo and Hakuo don't like. They're not always the most proactively aggressive laners, if you know what I mean. They're not. Yeah. They don't. I don't really remember them smashing lane consistently ever on their own. And I think that benefits their match. Uh, that benefits Alltech and Adrian because I th think they can be exploited by exceptionally good bot lanes. And although I do think Apollo and Hakuo are really good, I don't think they, they're not aggressive enough and their play style doesn't lend itself to destroying them. So I think their bot lane was less of a liability in this match. Well, and also I think Hakuo was picking less playmakers. I feel like we had a few times when Hakuo could have maybe picked something a little more aggressive and always kind of ended up on a Tom Kench type 
champion, which is clutches kind of always at their best, I feel like, when it's Hakuo the superstar player, honestly, and it's Hakuo making plays. And I think that, like, Febovin can carry kind of, like, behind that, or, or Lyra making plays, and that, like, Febovin is really good at kind of, like, following up on those plays, playing safe, and then, like, knowing when to commit. But I think that Clutch didn't really do a great job of playing to their strengths in that way. And I don't exactly remember how pick ban was. I do remember Thresh getting banned a decent amount of the time. But, but it, was, it was definitely available, though, for some of the games. Yeah. And I was just surprised that they didn't try to take a champion like that or more of a playmaker more often. Bands, Morgana, Thresh. Bands, Morgana, no Thresh. No Thresh banning game two. No Thresh banning game three. Yeah, and there's Hakuo on Tom, Tom Kench, Tom Kench. Tom Kench. Tom Kench every game. And, and I think that that kind of like flies in the face of Clutch's win conditions a lot of the time. But we were seeing a lot of Morgana bans. And Morgana is my, my main, my one and only champion that I play right now. So Molly is not a high level player. Not quite LCS yet. You're what level? What am I? Like level 9? You're like level 10, 11, something like that. Yeah, I think I can like play ARAM now or something. I think you need more champions to play ARAM. Yeah, no, but I mean, I think they don't allow you to in the game until you're a certain level. You've and... gotten to that point. Well, yeah. anyone who follows that closely can let us know. <laughs> but uh, I was hoping that... Actually, Molly, there was actually a game that happened this weekend also uh, that you were actually a part of. Uh, and you played Morgana. You're kind of stepping into Hakuo's shoes a little bit here. And I was wondering if you could maybe give us a bit of a game summary. You know, so I'm a new player. I mean, I've tried to play in the past, but it's a steep learning curve and I'm a busy person. So now I've just decided to play Morgana main because Morgana is just the easiest champion ever. Tell that to Hakuo. Yeah, I mean, master. it's easy. It's got like a easy baseline. So I guess I'll, I'll say to the people out there who don't play League of Legends, if you just want to try and play, just play Morgana because you just click W and you'll just get a lot of gold because it automatically kills a bunch of minions for you. <laughs> At least when you're mid lane Morgana, which was what Molly was experiencing. Yeah, oh yeah. It was actually kind of terrifying because I was like, yeah, I'm just going to be support Morgana and like stand in a bush and try to like send my my little trap out on people and like root them. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to do all game and like spam my W and be a good little support. And then... And then people just claim support, and I was like, oh no, but I can't not play Morgana because that's the only thing I know how to play. So then I was mid lane Morgana. Oh yeah. But it was totally all right. And You're up against an Ari? It's a mobile champion, hard to hit those bindings. Yeah, but I totally did it because <laughs> Morgana's not that hard, so it's good. But, oh yeah, so I got into game, and we had a laning phase for about... 25 to 30 minutes because yeah. no one really knew what was going on and then other than this dr mundo jungler that was on my team that was actually just going wherever he wanted and yeah so that went on for a while and then it would just like i don't know these games where everyone's like level 10 and no one knows where they're doing just devolve into chaos and for a while it seemed like the other team was gonna win but I kind of just kept span spamming W and like side lanes 
and just like killing the wave with that and weirdly generating like side lane pressure which was like good for my team it's like taking inhibitors <laughs> yeah and then because the other team was just trying to like kill us and then and then at, at one point i was like oh i guess i'm just gonna follow this dr mundo around because he's actually moving around the map confidently pinging objectives crazy shit if you're like level 10 yeah i don't even know how to ping so (laughs) i was like he's pinging things (laughs) i'm gonna go there on the map and so (laughs) and so i just did that for a while but then what happened was we're kind of in a good position to win the game but we had this team fight and I die, Dr. Mundo dies, and somebody else on my team died. It's like 55 minutes into the game. They're yeah. like 75-second <laughs> death timers. The game should be over now. Yeah, it's a very, it was a very long game. And uh, so we're dead, and there's like a Camille and who else? There's one other person on my team. I don't remember. I remember the Camille because we're dead, and Dr. Mundo is, like, pinging Elder Dragon. And I'm like, oh, yeah, go Elder Dragon. Go. Because we... we all died, and it's 55 minutes in, and there are two of you up. Yeah, and I also think it was going to be the second time it was killed, so we'd have it for, like, whatever, forever. Five minutes. Just forever. And, <laughs> and so they go. We can see them on the map. They go to the pit, and they start killing it for, like, a second. And then they leave. And are walking away, and we're just like, wait, what? And we look, and they just decide to go into the enemy jungle and start killing the Gromp. <laughs> and we're just like, no, please. Like, it was why? too risky. They knew your plan was too risky. They're like, no way. 55 minutes in, two, two man this Elder Dragon? Nah. We can't, we can't take it. And yeah, but fortunately, we there was aggressive pinging from all team members that were dead. I think I took to your keyboard a little bit and yeah, pinged on the way. Yeah, Jimmy took control and was like, they need to do this. <laughs> and, and yeah, and that's how we sealed the game. Took Elder Dragon, won the ensuing team fight. Thanks, Dr. Mundo. Yeah, Dr. Mundo was the MVP, I'd say, of that game. I wish we had the summoner name here. We, c- we couldn't find the game. It ended up being like 70 minutes long. Yeah, it was very but you couldn't long. find the game? No, it wasn't on mylesop.gg. Oh, yeah, I don't have... Oh, yeah, it wasn't there. Because um, oh, I'm just... I don't, I don't think we should necessarily give the Mundo's name out, but whatever. Yeah, that's pretty... I, I just think that, like, our... Uh... I just... But to... I... No, you can look at... You can look up the stats on LOL. That's what I'm doing. Oh. And my personal favorite stats from this game... Oh, yes, here we are, go. If you go to If you go to Vision, <laughs> Ward's Placed... Words place. So I'll have you know that. Um, How long was this game? It's 58 minutes and 11 seconds. Oh, okay. Words okay. placed. Doctor Mundo, who was probably a Smurf, placed 40 or 23 words. Um, Not a lot. But no one in the game ever switched out their their uh, yellow trinket for anything else. Nice. <laughs> words. Words destroyed. Uh, that one was taken by Ari. Uh, she's the only one who destroyed a ward. She destroyed one. <laughs> and control <laughs> control wards purchased. I don't know how she destroyed this ward. It, it, must, she, it must have been like placed in like under her tower or something. Yeah, because like she didn't buy pink wards. Because the only person that bought a pink ward was Graves, and he bought one. 
<laughs> and was it in his inventory at the end of the game? <laughs> actually, let's let's look. No, oh. it wasn't. He still had Doran's blade. It's though. still out there. He still had Doran's blade. Yeah, that was your vision scores are great. So the highest was was uh, had had placed twenty three wards, and everyone else was. Oh, you cut out. So you were saying about uh, about the the vision scores? You oh, saying? they were just fantastic. They were they were typical. Um, they're like my vision score when I play AD carry, which is bad. Yeah, it's my vision score when I play like top lane or AD carry. Just like I don't know how to play these things. So I guess I won't ward. I'm so much better when I play support, but if I play like. AD carry, I almost always forget. Oh, also, Ari, uh, honorable mention, she had two Luden's Echoes at the end of the game. Nice. Got to double that splash damage. <laughs> That's sweet. Well, oh, what do you, do you think of Molly's build there? That was... Uh, it was fine, although I don't know why she built Adaptive Helm. Yeah, that was probably a bad call from me. I, I don't know. Maybe Spirit Visage would have been better. I just like went for Adaptive Helm. I'm not sure. Yeah, you get spell vamp, it probably would increase your healing. Yeah, that would have been better. But you know what? It paid off anyway. It paid off in Dude, why, and why get why get spirit visage when you can get wit's end? On Morgana. That stack. Yeah, you know, on, on hit Morgana. I, yeah, I don't know if Molly auto attacked all game. Yeah, I don't I think I did we can check. some minions. Oh god. <laughs> oh you definitely auto attacked some minions. Did Molly have the best farm in the game? Uh, she had the second best farm. Yeah, I think it was close. Ooh. That was all. My yeah, it was. She was only like, she's only down by like five. That yeah. was all my W. I didn't like actually CS the whole time. Uh, you got some CS hours and, under tower. Yeah, there was one wave where you like got like two under tower. And I was like, is are you faker? Yeah, exactly. But I think if to be I, fair, you you definitely auto attack more than Lux. Oh, hurrah! Wow. Lux is, is like my kryptonite when I play against Lux in game. <laughs> because every other video game, if something sparkly is shooting at you, you want to like catch it. Because <laughs> it's like a coin or some shit. And so it's like. Is this why you like Zoe? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe. But yeah, so like, it, it just like she shoots her little binding thing at me, and I just. I, I move towards it. <laughs> Like, it's not even, it, like, because I'm at the point where, like, we all suck. So if if she shoots a binding at me, it usually is just not even going to hit me. But then I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's so shiny, though. And then I just go towards it. You're trying to catch, up, catch like, a Mario Kart mystery item or something? Exactly. You're like, maybe I'll get a red shell. Oh, 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 she lasered me. <laughs> I'm just stuck. But thankfully, the laser missed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, you're rooted in the spot, but it's still missed. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what these games are like. They're really good times. We're going to have to stream sometime. I'm really excited. We're going to bust out the Morgana Soraka lane. Good. Now, why don't we do a triple triple bot lane? Just win what? the game with no experience. <laughs> why not? We'll Morgana like, Soraka, yes, well. <laughs> we'll, oh we'll like completely. It's some like group of people that we're playing against will be like, wait, why doesn't everyone just do this? That's completely OP. How are you supposed to compete with three people in the bot lane? 
right? It's pretty legit, though. We'll like, how that. are you supposed to lane, really, though? There are three of us and only two of you. I don't even know what you're supposed to do. That might just be the new meta. I think we did it. Until Let him shove you in farm and shower. Until you get really behind on levels and farm. No. <laughs> no. What are oh, you talking You're about? right. That's crazy talk. That's why I have your mid laner bring smite so I can farm the jungle. Did you I did have a blitzcrank bring smite in the bot lane. But then he never changed it out for anything despite having... Um, Oh, unsealed spellbook. He oh, just I wasn't that kind of with you. He was, he was hard trolling, though. He was just, like, laughing as we killed him. Yeah, he was, like, smiting the minions to get the Targon's proc, which I guess <laughs> is okay. But is minion thing okay? materializer also exists. Yeah, don't have to commit a spell. I don't know. But he, like, one of the times he smited a... He smote? I like that word better. He smote. Um, it's gotta be smited. Just the fucking like caster that. minion. A caster minion? That's bad. Yeah. Like, you can just auto-attack that, and it'll execute. Yeah, like, at full health. <laughs> oh, I know. I've been playing Mad Alistar. Don't you forget. That's pretty I, I haven't. He didn't know he was a Minotaur, though. I was disappointed. Uh, he, he, do he isn't, like... I thought a Minotaur was pretty, like, definedly, like... Half man, half bull. Alistar looks like just like a bipedal bull, like not a minotaur. He doesn't have like a human body. He's got like a bull body. He just like happens to walk on two legs. Yeah, he's just an advanced bull. The next step Dude, in bull that evolution. Was, so, so what you're talking about is is you know historical Greek mythology minotaur, and what we're talking about is the evolution of of minotaurs uh since then oh so we are saying it's the evolution of bulls and you're saying oh no 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 minotaurs have become like more more advanced or something yeah everything evolves yeah so are we saying then that bulls are more advanced than humans since the minotaur has shifted more towards appearing at and having bull characteristics than human characteristics what logical? I don't know. He's that? got some pretty sweet abs. <laughs> yeah, I guess bulls don't have abs. I guess. I did want to say though, not everything evolves. There are legendary Pokemon. What does Zapdos evolve into? I'm waiting. Dude, I haven't paid attention to Pokemon since I was like ten. Well, it's your fault, not mine. What a game! And I'm like sixty-five now, so. <laughs> What? The nineteen fifty-five Pokemon Cole. <laughs> that was a that was a game. Fifties <clears throat> kids will remember. Oh my god. <laughs> Why hasn't that like become a thing among like the all the old people on Facebook, you know? I like sixties could... kids will remember this and it's like that like weird gelatinous, what is it called? Like ispac or something. I don't know. What? Are you talking about? There's like some clear, clear thing that has little. I it don't might know, have like berries in it. It might have like fish in it. Like vegetables or like. Jello was like all the rage at one point. Oh yeah, my friend. 
This is a time period that we missed out on. It's so unfortunate. Yeah, the 50s were just jello, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay, I'm Googling historical jello images. <laughs> Pops up. Uh, it's really not that bad. No. That's Air, The kitty is offended. Yeah, the kitty protested. <laughs> you're, you're saying it wasn't that bad. He's like, are you kidding me? What's it called? I don't know like, about I don't know about taste. I just mean the images. There's no like, you like, know, there's no like just like my entire bass head this, in a... this podcast. She's gonna be like, it's called, it's it's not called I Spot. <laughs> it's called like Isback or something. Is Isback? No. Aspic. That's pretty close to Isback. Aspic is a dish in which. Ingredients are set into a gelatin made from a meat stock or consomme. Mm. Non-savory dishes often made with commercial gelatin mixed with are you called jello. Okay, yeah, we knew that part, dude. Oh god, they put like History. eggs and shit in it. Yeah, look at this. Oh, this An aspic good. with chicken and eggs in it. Fish in aspic. Vegetables and fish stocks need gelatin to create a mold. Thanks, Wikipedia. Oh, that's terrible. Pork jelly. Oh, there's Ugh. like this picture. There's there's like a picture of like a spam fruitcake. Yeah, dude, that's aspic. That's the fifties. Look at this thing. It's a this lot. This has like olive eyeballs. Yeah, this is not a good like podcast thing. It's for no us wonder people it's can't no wonder see these spaghetti like... aspics. But they can use their imagination. Just imagine that you molded spaghettios into clear jello <laughs> that's that's all what all of these things are just food encased in a clear mold some of these are horrible one's got weird like chinese vienna sausages on it what the hell is going on what yeah. were you saying about your parents though eric in relation to aspic Oh, I don't know about aspect, but it's it's more a general comment. It's like no wonder that that uh, American Americans without with very little foreign influence, like like floor, uh, foreign food influence, have no taste in food. Yeah, like my parents. You know, you're like what's That's what's right, your parents? Favorite? Talking trash. If you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> let them know. Yeah, I think no, it's mostly my dad. He he's the one like, food oh, texture know. issues. Uh, he used to, he hates peas, so he used to hide peas in, like, milk cartons in school, so he'd have to eat them. And I've seen, I think like this is true, thing. but I remember, yeah, yeah, no, but I think this other thing is true. I'm pretty sure I remember the story, is that he, um, I have to confirm, that he, there was, like, a hole in the wall that he could, like, cover up, uh, and he, like, <laughs> wall, the hole in the wall. Um, that's how I remember the story. You put peas in a hole in the wall? Yeah. Wow. Perfect. Wasn't there something where you got in trouble? Is there anything so, you hate, Molly? Just any meat, basically. Oh, yeah. Molly has actually done had similar experiences, I think. Yeah, except with, like, red meat. My parents just gave up forcing me to eat, like, red meat when I was, like, 11 because I was just so resistant. Like, there were times when, I don't know, like, the time Jimmy's referring to when I got in trouble was... I absolutely hated hamburgers. Hamburgers still do. still do. And and so we had some family party. Oh, and it was always an ordeal when we had hamburgers. Everyone would finish their food and I'd be sitting there just forever with my hamburger. And like 
it was just every it's like every bite was just torture and yeah it'd be like three hours i'm eating this hamburger and so does the family just make everyone stay at the table and they're just leering at you it's just like me sitting at this table with this hamburger that i'm not allowed to like do anything with but eat and everyone else is just like... Well, it is a hamburger. What do you want to do with it? <laughs> I just don't want it. And then, and then everyone else is like, let's have ice cream cake. And it's like, Molly, <laughs> you got to finish your hamburger. And I'm just like, oh my God. And so after many years of suffering, uh, this one day we have like this family gathering and we have hamburgers. And I take like one or two bites of this hamburger and I'm just like, No. Enough is enough. Yeah, enough is enough. And I just threw out this hamburger. Like, everyone kind of, like, was done. I threw it away. And then... I ate it! (laughs) Yeah, and then at the end, you know, my dad's like, where's your hamburger? And I was like, I ate it. And this is coming from the kid who takes three hours to eat a hamburger every time they're given hamburgers. (laughs) And somehow I've miraculously eaten it. I devoured it, Dad. Yeah, in like 10 minutes. And and he's like, if I find a hamburger in this trash can, you're grounded for life. (laughs) And of course, he did. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, and that was, that's just my struggle with red meat. Just sad. Just red meat or any meat? Uh, Yeah, most any meat, honestly. Anything with quote unquote weirdies yeah weirdies are like (laughs) (laughs) we no one knows what the hell you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) is it like gristle basically or like a vein yeah anything that's like a kind of like appendagey thing that is like you don't really want to eat it well, red meat, Ma, is just like, this is bleeding. I don't want this. Yeah. But, like, pork, you're just like, this is, like, too fatty. It's, it's like, like, too gristly. weird, like, rubbery. Yeah. It's and good. then, like, chicken, you can eat, but it has to be, like, like any reminder that it was ever alive has to be removed. Yeah. It's, like, got some like, skin <laughs> on it. No. It's got some, like, fat on it. No. It's got a vein in it. Like, got, we got to, like, carve it out and, like, not even like think of any part that was ever touching that van yeah and that's me that's fine we need to eat less meat anyway you're doing the world a service yeah exactly <laughs> great job well, would you rather would you rather eat eat a hamburger once a week for the rest of your life or eat Aspic, <laughs> spaghetti-o aspic. I might actually go... spaghetti-o aspic. You would undoubtedly choose. That. I would definitely eat spaghetti-o aspic. Over what is the grossest one of these? This one with like this green one with like shrimps in it. That's pretty sketchy. Yeah, I don't even know what the green is in that one. I might still eat the green one with shrimps. Maybe I'll like aspic. Who knows? I've never had it. You know you actually. Won't like honestly, the one just full of olives. <laughs> That's just like gray and full of olives. That might push me towards a hamburger. <laughs> yeah. Great. I'm glad we established this. What were we talking about before this? I don't know. We just 90s kids, 50s kids. How the how the old people on Facebook haven't discovered the 60s, 70s kids will remember this thing. 
We were talking about that. I feel like that somehow came from us talking about your Morgana game. Yeah. Frozen cheese salad lined with broccoli. That is good stuff. I feel like I might be into a frozen cheese salad. Yeah, I know. I, I weirdly like frozen things, like frozen corn. Like, Molly puts Fro- her... Like- Molly will put her cereal bowl in the freezer before she eats it because it's not cold enough. I just like things really... What? I just like things really cold. I don't know. That's fine. Actually, that's not, that's not that weird. It's fine. Yeah. It's just all of the things... I, I used to just eat ice. You, yeah, exactly. Yeah, see? Just eating ice. Yeah. But I see- wouldn't put my cereal in the fridge, but... Or, or the freezer, but it's like... I don't know. That's like worse. That's not... It's better than some people putting, like, beer in their cereal as, like, a joke. Yeah, I feel like, uh, for me, it's actually even more logical, though, because I only do it for grape nut cereal, which you got to let soften for a while. But if you let soften out at room temperature, then your milk's cold. So you got to you gotta balance it out. Very logical. Yeah, I'm a very logical human being. Snowy chicken confetti salad just sounds like exciting i don't know what that could possibly mean but it looks like just like mayonnaise jello (laughs) mayonnaise aspect that's what it is mayonnaise aspect sounds like just like the the summary worst thing just the summary of all these dishes that we've had oh wait wait actually i have to tell about a thing that my mom makes that she thinks is is this what this is? No, this isn't quite what she makes. It's not a Waldorf salad. What is this thing? Oh, it's some other... Oh, the Waldorf salad? Oh, it's got so much mayonnaise in it. It's like a Midwestern thing, I think. But no, it's not a Waldorf salad. Okay. I don't know what this thing is that my it's mom It's a makes. non-salad salad. Yeah, it's just... I don't know why it's even called a salad. Jimmy and I It's about of... as much of like a salad as like a baked Alaska is Alaska. Or a baked Alaska <laughs> as a salad, like that, like well, honestly, like that's how loose the. No, remember, is. remember, salad just used used to mean like a mix of stuff, like it didn't <laughs> actually have anything to do with like food that you'd either want to actually eat or, you know, basically anything with mayonnaise in it as a matrix was a salad. <laughs> well, this one, this is, it's pistachio pudding. Maraschino cherries. I don't think it's walnuts, but it's some kind of nut. I don't think it's pistachios, though. Um, marshmallow and crushed pineapple. Does that sound good? I don't know. That's just weird. I think we're just <laughs> all very disturbed. Like, the thing is, well, the thing is, my mom consistently makes it for like every family like, gathering. this is a treat for us and but people i don't think people like it i think she's the only one who likes it she just it's it's so weird it's the weirdest well, thing calling out your mom on the podcast i know i gotta call her out though it's it's so I, <laughs> I mean i call her out in person every time she makes it i'm like mom this is the weirdest thing nostalgia is a powerful thing <laughs> Um, but yeah, so uh, <clears throat> Dardock's really good on Olaf, and uh, yeah, 
I don't know. Do we have anything else we want to add? Anything aspect related? Anything re League of Legends related? Had any crazy solo queue games? Dude, what if next split they just like changed up? It was like Cutthroat Kitchen, except you would just like pick uh, a team member on the other team. And you... the, are we just assuming now that like our listeners have like a baseline knowledge of Cutthroat Kitchen? Is that where we're at? Okay, Cutthroat Kitchen, you... Uh, it's a cooking show. It's, it's like a chopped. It's a cooking show, and you basically... You can do things like... It's a competition. Yeah, it's a competition, and, like, maybe the competition is, oh, you have to make, like, a fondue, but then you can pay some of your winnings to make your opponent have to make a fondue out of just a a giant bowl of nachos and cheese <laughs> so like that's kind of what cutthroat cut kitchen's about but anyways so maybe next split it'll just be you can try and you can pick a player on the other team and then one of their like items like their screen or their keyboard or their mouse or something will just be coded like in aspic like encased in it <laughs> And that's what they're gonna do next. That's my that's my hot take for next split. What would you bid to like coat all of your opponents' mice in aspic? You have to like eat through it, or else you just you just have to play with an aspic mouse, which I assume wouldn't work very well. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I gonna, probably wouldn't pay any real money for that. They're they're gonna you know figure out the fine details of it i'm sure but I, I see that as the future of league of legends the future of esports aspic coded implements great well we'll see so we'll just we'll just call it a day here on the heart of gold podcast we talked a lot about 50s foods we congratulated our new champions i i said it was 100 thieves but it was actually team liquid team liquid congratulations uh, congratulations to Doublelift and all of the others out there. They did a great job. Congratulations to Steve. Uh, the payments came came through in the end. And uh, Team Liquid, the fourth team to hang a banner in the LCS studio. So, great work. If that hadn't been memed enough, I just memed it into the ground. So, Oh, and they, and they won on Jin last game. Oh, <laughs> shit. That's so real. But I guess it was only three games. It wasn't four. Well, they were. They were. They didn't realize that it wasn't a best of seven. They were going for the four zero. But anyway, this has been the Heart of Gold podcast. Uh, speak, speak now or forever. Hold your peace. No, that's not how you end a podcast. Uh, oh, remember to send us any questions at Heart of Gold Podcast at gmail .com. Yeah, that's right. Next or any topic. Yeah. yeah, we'd love to talk about anything at this point. The Heart of Gold podcast. Yeah, Eric's cutting out, but if you didn't hear that, Heart of Gold podcast at gmail.com. We're, uh, we're trying to field some new topics. If you don't want to hear us talking about Aspic for 30 minutes, uh, send us a topic and maybe we'll talk about it. But we'll probably have something prepared for you next week. But maybe we'll just get on and talk about weird things that our parents cooked. So if you want to avoid that, Send us some questions about the season. Send us some questions about about food. Send us some questions about parliamentary brawls. We'll, we'll do our best to dig up some answers for you. 
and, uh, and talk about it. Thank you.